GM, how you doing? Good morning, sir. Good morning. GM, Nikki, you a dad? I actually am a dad, yeah. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Congrats. How many you got? <laughs> uh, just one. Just one. Uh, the first one is usually the toughest one. And then it, it gets better. Uh, kind of. Yeah, well, right now I'm a single dad. So unless I find somebody else to help me with those extra kids i'm only gonna have the one. <laughs> oh, oh that that's gotta be tough on you man is it one uh every every week or how does that work i didn't catch what you said i was turning off my ac sorry oh no worries i i was saying that that's gotta be tough because uh you kind of do it every every week or what's the logistics there so i got my kid uh friday through Tuesday morning. So I dropped him off at school this morning. His mom will pick him up, and then I get him again Friday afternoon. Okay. Okay, I see. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, you know, if you got a system there, I guess it gets ultra busy when you have the kid because uh, you you do the Web3 stuff. You probably have a full-time job on top or uh, plus the kid. Yeah, it makes the Web3 stuff a little bit harder because really my only days to do anything are uh tuesdays through thursdays but luckily i'm out of work today so you know i got a free day to do stuff but uh yeah yeah all right people are saying uh, i'm going too personal here if you don't want to share don't share <laughs> i'm sorry man i thought like i, I was gonna share as well i mean i, I didn't know like yeah i mean like <laughs> like right away yeah, when do you get your kid? <laughs> nah, I mean it's a legit question. <laughs> nah, I'm an open book, man. I don't, you know, like that. That stuff don't bother me, man. Uh, I'm pretty much a full time dad, so it's it's work. You know, I get a few hours on the weekdays, and then uh, back to being a dad on my days off. It is what it is. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. I have three daughters, and my oldest, you know, I had split custody with her mother, and uh, there, you know, there's no difference. You can still form that same bond between them. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. You know, it's, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. I enjoy spending my free time with my kid. You know, I always wanted to be a father. So, uh, and he's, he's getting to be, he's, he'll be five in a couple months. So he's, uh, it's fun. It's fun. Can I ask what, what month or is that again, PVR, is that too personal? Cause, cause my daughter is going to be five in uh, September as well. So we, we have kids probably exactly the same age here just about uh when i say a few months it's kind of like a, a lower exaggeration <laughs> it's probably only been what is it june almost july so it's only been like five months four months i don't know his birth or his birthday's in march 
Okay, cool. Yeah, but I love that that age when they're like four and getting a little older. I feel uh, they're much more uh, manageable. <laughs> they, they they like to listen to what you say and play games and you know you can do more stuff with them it's pretty fun it's a good age yeah i don't know about the listen to what i say part but you know everything else is pretty spot on <laughs> yeah i feel you i feel you i i think they call it uh the fucking four for a reason there <laughs> or the effing four if we're, we want to be pg-13 but no, but like my daughter, I think she had it a little earlier and that, and now she's much better. So, um, it's, it's all Gucci. Yeah. So, um, I guess we, we, we'll get started. I, I mean, kind of started off uh, <laughs> a little wild, uh, but, uh, welcome to the rec dads of web three, basically just a safe space for dads to talk about dadhood. Um, crypto and uh, all things in life so just wanted like a chill space here and if you do want to come up and chat uh, and share your experiences as a dad or cat dad uh then please go ahead i mean uh it's always fun to hear from everybody uh we kind of want to make it as uh, interactive as possible and it seems like we're all dads now on the panel here so it's always fun all right i guess I'll, I'll kick things off in terms of like you know my dadhood <laughs> um so i got two kids uh i got a daughter that's four and a son that's two um so you know they're growing up pretty quickly it's uh, very impressive at the pace they're learning things compared to the pace i'm learning things um and yeah they you know don't always get along, which is kind of the thing that I think annoys me the most, but they're uh, pretty awesome. And uh, I enjoy kind of uh, seeing how they grow up, how they develop, and they, they show you lots of love. So do enjoy being a dad. It's a lot of work when you're adding in the web-free aspect, but I think it's, uh, it's all worth it. And uh, hopefully in the future, I can teach them some principles as well and they kind of enjoy that too. Yo, I always wonder if I'm like a neglectful father because everyone says it's so much work and everything, but I find that pretty easy, you know, like they kind of just go with the flow with me and, uh, you know, it works out. <laughs> nah, I yeah, but like, what do you do, PBR? Like, do you take care of anything in the house? Do you pick up the kids or, you know, feed them? Like that, that takes time. Yeah, man. I drive them to school every day. I pick them up every day. Uh, like I just uh, gave them some lunch before I came out into the garage to get on this call. Uh, you know, I do stuff. I'm not doing like laundry or like that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess you know you you kind of uh, fell into the groove. How long you've been a dad now? It, you kind of are a veteran of. Uh, being a dad i think it's more that i have my wife tricked um <laughs> you know i've said since the beginning our house is like 1946 here it is not whatever we're in 2023 like i'm still <laughs> i still got old school stuff <laughs> i don't know if it's right or not but it's the way i do it hey if that works for the both of y'all then more power to you we got uh 
goof, just the dad. Um, yeah, do you want to share your experience as a dad? Hey guys, plenty of grey hairs over over here. Uh, my kids are a little bit older, um, mate. I'm very new to the Web three space myself, um, but I think look when I heard you speaking before about this upcoming space, I'm like, yep, uh, this is one I got to attend. I I haven't uh, joined the the uh, the wrecked gang, but uh, always always very interested in what you guys have got going on and. Uh, yeah, I am just a dad. So, yeah, I might have got involved in a few crypto projects, but uh, the thing that led me here was being a dad and a change in life circumstances. So, yeah, looking forward to hearing uh, everyone else's experience as well. You should definitely join Rec Gang Discord. It's it's an older group. You know, we got some uh, younger folk that are way faster and, you know, they, they seem to do way better. <laughs> But we got some uh, old heads in here, and I think it's it's pretty relaxing. I'll um I'll definitely have to check it out. Um, I'll I'll actually you know what I'm going to jump on now and do it while I'm listening to you guys talk. Good luck to you. Good luck to you. <laughs> yeah, he's an older dad. I think once you're an older dad, you can figure everything out. Like it's kind of a skill, right? To to be um adaptable <laughs> to deal with uh, pain and lack of sleep those are are very good qualities in this in this space i feel like you know um <laughs> you get to learn from that yeah that's true i mean my kids uh, my old or my youngest kid is what is she like nine i think eight or nine one one of those in there i think she's nine yeah, she's nine. She'll be ten this year, I think. Yeah, it could be eight, nine, or ten. One of those in there, but you know they're pretty self sufficient. Uh, you know they can get up on their own and, and handle most of the business as the day goes. So it's it's pretty nice as well. Yeah, I guess if you don't know your kid's age, then uh, being a dad is easy. Yeah, it was, I was at the bank. I don't know. This is probably like a year ago, and I run into a buddy's dad. Uh, a buddy's of mine's dad, uh, you know, in the bank. And, you know, we're bullshitting. He's asking me how things are going. And he's like, you got a bunch of kids now, right? I was like, yeah, I got three. He's like, how old are they? I was like, uh, like, I just, I couldn't figure it out. I was, I was giving him like heights with my hand and stuff. I was like somewhere in there and whatever. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with it? He's like, you don't know how old your kids are. You know, like, I was like, I don't know, man. Like they just, they're this, this tall. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I can't. I'm, I'm with you 100%. I won't even judge you there, PBR, because uh, <laughs> anytime I've got to go fill out my kid's birthday, I got to spend like two minutes trying to remember back to what day it is, what's the right year, all this kind of shit. So I feel you on that. Yeah, man. I like, I know what they like to eat. I know what they like to do. I know all those things. Like, who cares about the semantics of, of it all? Age is just a number. That that's a great point, uh, PBR. I guess uh, that's what you're teaching them. <laughs> I don't think there's any lesson in there. <laughs> it's just the way it's going. Um, don't feel bad, there, PBR. I know the the feeling of not knowing the age of your children. Are you talking as a dad or as a child? As a dad. Okay. 
that's okay, I guess. We, we, we've established that uh, age is just a number. <laughs> it is. I, it I just is. want to point out, I at least know my kid's age. I just never remember the exact year he was born. Oh, all right? I so, do, too. You know. it's, it's 13, 12, 11, 3, and 7 days old. 7 days old? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Congratulations. And you're on a Twitter space. Hey, man, you know what? (laughs) Yeah, well, we had some complications with him. So we're at the children's hospital. So it's kind of just chilling. Oh, shit, man. Well, I hope that works out for you. Oh, yeah, everything's good now. Man, some of those child, like, child-specific hospitals are really good. Like, I'm from the Philadelphia area, and... Chop in Philadelphia is, uh, it's really nice in there. You know, the people are all good. It's nice. Yeah, we're in, uh, this is a teaching one, so it's the IWK in Halifax. Oh, fellow Canadian? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, tabarnak. I'm from Montreal. Um, <laughs> I, live, I live in Nova Scotia. Yeah, uh, but yeah, hope, you know, it all clears up and you get out of the hospital, uh, no matter how m- nice it is in there. I think it's always better to be at home as soon as possible and everybody kind of gets back to their lifestyle. Almost definitely. Not yeah, to be yeah. a mood killer or anything like that, but everything else is, it's all going good. It was stressful at times, but like I said, everything, everybody knows everything up here. Everybody's on point, so. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you, do you ever vacation over to the Montreal area just for like their cuisine or, I mean, really anything? Um, even I don't even know if they're a part of Canada, to be honest. <laughs> they got some good stuff in uh, Halifax. Uh, well, pretty close I, uh, I, I like the Montreal Canadiens. I've only been to Montreal once and that was just at the airport, so. Well, I've been told any good cuisine comes from there. Even if it was made somewhere else, they bring it there, remake it, and it is better. Like Philly cheesesteaks are now now, uh, being referred to as Montreal cheesesteaks in our area. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, PBR has never been to Montreal, so he believes me. Um, Amir, you came up. How was your dad experience? so far yep. I was going to ask uh, what's an old dad but I think you kind of answered it it's not somebody that had like a kid at an old age right it's uh, that you mean that they had the kids uh, that your kids are old now that, uh, what what's the question mm. you said you were speaking about old dads it's not it's not like somebody that had the kid at the old age it's somebody that had uh, the kids that the kids now are old that's what you mean right yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Either way, I fall in both categories. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, if the kid's you know old, you're getting older as well. It's not like you have slowed your age down. So they both are pretty much the same. <laughs> oh, you know, no. Plus, I'm still a kid in my head. You know, we're especially all of us in Web three, and especially the NFT is worse than the the crypto and stuff like this. So we're like the kids of the kids. We stay kids, and we have old kids and even my kids sometimes I think he's more mature the older one I think is more mature than me he doesn't, he doesn't care about all this JPEG he's like, crazy you know like uh, he's like yeah he used to go out and stuff like this and now you you mess around with <laughs> with your he calls it Pokemons hey 
You know, you guys have seen that gif with, uh, you know, where the dad comes in the door. How you doing, son? You're ruling the world or whatever. And he's sitting at the computer. Like, we need it the opposite way. We're sitting at the desk and the kid's coming in like, what is that? Another stupid JPEG? What is that? What is that even supposed to be? You know, my kids have done that to me. Yeah, it's kind of uh, interesting to reconcile Web3 and uh, dadhood. Um, I guess, you know, you got your... I, I mean, like, sometimes I'm wondering, how am I ever going to explain this to them? Because they're pretty young right now. They don't know about this space at all. So for the old dads, you know not age old, but that have older kids. How'd you guys do it? Like what was the strategy here? I never even told them. <laughs> My kids ask me all the time, like what I do, you know, like I'm home 24 seven. So they'll ask me, I'm like, uh, you know, well, right now I'm just looking at these NFTs to flip. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it's so funny sometimes and then their friends will even shut and they're like so what do you even do I'm like, don't worry about it like go do something I'll just say you're a drug dealer that that might be cooler to say i'm a drug dealer than, than no, no, i flip no, jpegs then your kids will lose all their friends once their parents find out yeah, but then they're like badass. I don't know. Yeah, it, what would you rather? It takes one stupid kid to go to school and tell them their friend's dad is a drug dealer, and then uh, you got bigger problems than flipping JPEGs on the internet, man. <laughs> yeah, you got to wait a bit, you know. Like I used to sell weed back in the day. I mean, who didn't? And uh, I had told my oldest daughter, you know, after the fact, and she had no, no problems with it. I mean, it is what it is. I'm how sure that scored some like, cool points, right? Go ahead, Meow. Oh, I just said, how old's that? Her PBR there. How old's what? My oldest daughter? She yeah. is 22 now. 22. Oh, okay, okay. So how old are you? Oh, I'll be happy. You must be, what, like 68? <laughs> no. No, I had her pretty young. <laughs> 68 come on man well you know, hey man you've got days are over so <laughs> hey man you've got through 22 years I'll, I'll be a very proud dad if i can make it that far hey man she's not, a nurse not as hard as everyone thinks no it's it's easy i agree it's easy but you know she's successful already in her young adult life she's a nurse um Going back nice. for what nurse practitioner, whatever that's called. So you know she's doing good. Yeah, nice mate, nice. And, and that's all we can hope for, really, isn't it? I've got a um a thirteen year old, and at, at the moment, I tell you what, his attitude it, it just stinks. And I I think that's my biggest challenge in life at the moment is how I give him direction and um. I'm sort of looking at trying to get him into Web3 a little bit. Um, I think all of us in the space sort of agree that there is a potential for there to be a future in in this industry. And um, I think it's a really good opportunity. Um, well, as I said, my introduction to the space was, yeah, I want to 
play around with crypto and yeah, I, you know, if everyone has the same story, you know, shit happens, right? But you take a risk, you don't know what you're doing, you learn, you pick the pieces up and you go again. So, I, you know, the way my kids know about what I do with crypto and the NFTs and things is I show them some of the stuff. I make them pick out some of the stuff, to be completely honest. It's like, what do you reckon about this, guys? Especially with, um, with like the gaming stuff. Yeah, I, you know, I guess to get back to that question um, of introducing your kids to Web3, you can or you cannot, but that's a great point. Uh, Goof, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, we'll, we'll, go with, we'll go with Guff. Um, Guff, okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> Again, mate. My real my real name in life, mate. I get called every other name under the sun, so just don't call me late for dinner. Uh, Guff. Hope I pronounced that correctly. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it is a great space and uh, low key. I mean, I, I did a lot of studies, but uh, I kind of wish I learned how to code and. Um, you know that there's so much potential here in this world and and I have no capacity right now or no capabilities to to learn how to code but I'd love my kids to learn that I think even Mark Zuckerberg is teaching his 5-year-old some basic coding so I think there is some something there for us to kind of transmit to them man in some way in some way there is a there is like a there is something there, of course, but uh, in some way, I, I don't think. Uh, let, let me. My, my my dad, he he kind of uh, forced me to do many things, you know, that I did not want to do. So now I don't I don't force them upon any, even even in sports and stuff like this. I don't force them to do anything except working, uh, like um, going to class and studying and stuff like this. But um, I I don't think it's such. Of course, to show them show them that there's something out there, but not to like um. Not to, it's something that you like and something that you know that is good. It doesn't mean it's good for them also, you know? I don't know if you see what I mean. Yeah, you're right, Amir. Um, the way I am with my... Well, first of all, I have two daughters. One is going to be 10 soon, and the other one is 8. And like my philosophy is getting them introduced to as many things as they can and whatever they grasp on and what they go with that's where you kind of nurture that knowledge that attention towards i agree with that i do uh i think that's that's really the way to go about it and that's kind of what i'm doing with my kid going into he's kind of at that age you know where he's he's starting to get interested in sports and uh i wanted him to be an mma fighter you know but he seems to be prone to soccer so i'm kind of just letting him run with that um but (laughs) we call it football here (laughs) Uh, but you know, Zerk, you said you wish you had gotten into coding and all that when you were younger, uh, try, you know, when I was in high school, I was actually coding my own private servers for MMOs and I was doing digital design for, for the, the sports teams and all that kind of stuff. And then I just kind of fell out of it. So now I'm sitting at, at 30 wishing I still had all these skills I had when, uh, you know, when I was 15, 16 years old and. I mean, I kept up with it for a little bit, but I haven't even had a computer since my kid was born. So, you know, I'm I'm getting, I'm kind of aging over here, man. And that was like me, man. When I was younger and didn't have kids, I was like deep in technology. And then it kind of just disappeared. Go ahead, Buck. 
No, look, I, I just I think all those points are, are really important, and um, and again, there's no handbook on how to be a dad. Um, you know, you talk about the skills that you wish you had. I I find myself here at the age of, of 42, so not old, um, but I, I look back and I, I haven't got a qualification in anything. I've always worked with my hands. I've always been a gardener. I've always worked in nursery, uh, plant nurseries, growing plants and things like that. So th- this whole technology world is so, so new to me. And again, it's not so much pushing the kids, it's it's giving them, um, I guess, the knowledge to understand there is different ways of doing things. Um, I, You get very trapped in your lifestyle, your societal lifestyle, um, and all those sort of things as well. Well, you know, I'm I'm kind of learning going into my 30s as well that uh, there's you're never too late to start something. You know, uh, I always wanted to go to school to be uh, a neuroscientist. You know, when I was younger, I was actually very very gifted in that kind of field, and uh, you know, I put it off, put it off, and then I had a kid, and uh, now I'm looking to try to start that somewhere in my mid 30s, which is going to suck. But you know, there's you're never too late to kind of get into that kind of stuff. So if you do want to learn to code, if you want to learn the digital design aspect of it. Uh, no better time than now to start, you know? Yeah, 100%. I, I completely agree with that. And again, we find ourselves in circumstances and it's a recorded space, so I'm not going to go into into history. But, uh, the you know, people face different challenges that they, their whole worlds get turned upside down. And, and I guess it's... <laughs> It's something that people can look to that, um, that yeah, there is always opportunity. So you might not be able to do what you've always done. Man, Zucker, you, you did not record the yesterday space and yeah, you recorded this. I, I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, guys, for recording this one and not recording yesterday's space. Uh, I'll learn for the future. I guess it's already launched. Uh, next time will be better. <laughs> this is our first space ever. So, you know, we're kind of. Uh, going with the flow on this but you but you're right this this space is very nice and and i don't know who said it that there's no handbook for being that you're totally right this is the toughest thing i think it's um anything you want to do now um Gus, i don't think it's too late you know you can still even though it's harder of course to to learn a new a new trade or a new job or something it's harder when you're older in the 40s or 30s but but for being a dad is so complicated, man, because you're also um, you have to deal with like external factors like your kids. They they get influenced by by outside sources. You may try to educate them the best way you want and um, the best way you can. And and you still, you know, you have to deal with some stuff outside. You know. Uh, hey, guys. Yeah. yeah to say hi. This is Dan. I'm up up in L.A. ducking into a meeting with a client. But my. My uh, Discord handle on the RG is uh, Pedro, so uh, some of you may know me. Oh, Pedro Note. Yeah, sorry, Pedro. It took me a while to admit you. There, you have like one follower, and uh, I I saw that you know the handle was very weird, so I I <laughs> I didn't admit you. Man, and some I saw fucking client just called me and fucked up this. Uh, this uh, connection. Sorry about that. <laughs> What's up, man? So, hey, guys. Yeah, uh, thank you. 
thanks for having me on here. Um, just real quick, I'm a dad of four, 13-year-old twins, boy, girl, 15-year-old boy, 18-year-old girl. Um, it's a wild ride, but uh, you were talking about kind of how to introduce the kids to crypto and web three. What I did real quick is I kind of identified which one would be the best candidate. And for me, that's my 13 year old boy, the twin boy. He's our youngest by one minute. And just seeing how his, you know, seeing and hearing and observing how his brain works is just remarkable. So I'm like, okay, he's the guy. So we used my wife's KYC to open up a Kraken account for him. <laughs> and I threw like 500 bucks in there and he started fucking trading <laughs> and he was making money. You now he's trading altcoins, doing a little Bitcoin. So he's, he's, you know, I, I, I just kind of taught him the rope, showed him some videos and he started just kind of trading crypto on this, on his uh, Kraken account. And then we started talking about NFTs and the low hanging fruit at the time, you know, this was about a year ago, like the easiest stuff that seemed to be able to ape into was, was stuff on Solana, you know, super easy to get him a phantom wallet. You know, the, the interface of it was very, you know, kid friendly or, you know, teen friendly. Well, he was 12 at the time. So kid friendly. Anyway, he got rugged on like his first five projects that he bought <laughs> and um, he still laughs about it to this day. So I think I have one of my four kids in it for the long term. I just think he's going to be smarter than me as to where he puts his money. But uh, is he, yeah. is, excuse me, is he in the, in the server? So we, we have to watch our language manager. Talk? No, 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 no. He is not in the server. Just me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Didn't you hear him? He's he's making money. He's exactly. Not, he's not yeah, freaking wrecked. making money, not losing it like his dad. I make some good he's trades here and there. Um, he's he's got he's got to trade blindly. Exactly. But I'm an NFT holder for some reason. I can't let go. Even <laughs> you know, a lot of people on the server yeah, like I, the I like your and like your attitude there, and it's great. But I it's hard for me. So that's something I have to learn learn to do. And, you know, I'm relatively new to this space too. I'm only about uh, three years into crypto. So I'm a newbie as well, but, um, that's the OG. That's the OGs now, man, the three years you've been to a bear market already. Yeah. So. And I was really grateful to be introduced to the rec gang by a uh, friend of a friend and, um, Hey, I have to duck into this meeting, but I'm I'm just real happy to have uh, talked to you guys and met you, and uh, look forward to doing my best to contribute. Yeah, thanks for sharing. That was that was really valuable, honestly. Uh, get, setting up your kid with a <laughs> cracking account at for a team that's got to be a record. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, uh, I, I think. I think next week I should be at the office. So I'd love to join for the whole, the whole space. So I, you know, not necessarily talking, but listening and contributing where I can. So. Uh, it's all Gucci. Have a good meeting. Ghost. Go ahead. All right, guys.
Yeah. Um, concerning your question about introducing your kids to Web3, I took my daughters up to NFT NYC last year. That was a, a full-blown, hey, this is what it is. And they thought it was pretty cool. And, but now kind of tailored it off just a little bit, let them focus on the fundamentals. Yes, it's pretty JPEGs, but kind of keep them away from it for now. And then a question I want to make to all you dads is, at what point during your fatherhood experience, or even uh, how old was your kid when you realized that you needed to stop thinking as an individual contributor and have that change in mindset? Okay, I need to provide for this little life, not only for their mother, but for this little life that depended on me. I still haven't gotten there. <laughs> I would say on the flip side, I've been there pretty much since the start. Um, but like I said, I always wanted kids. You know, I wanted a family. So uh, when my kid was born, maybe not the first year, you know, his mom was, uh, she was real good with him. But uh, since then, you know, everything I do is for him and, and for the family and all that kind of stuff. So. Yes, same as Nikki here. From the first day, I had to provide and and grind. Grind is the number one for them. For them first. Yeah, same here. It was it was straight away. Um, not always making the right decisions along the way, but it it was that it was that uh, instinct that oh, I need to be in control now. I I need to make this happen. Yeah, I agree there. Um, I think um, I, I spent a lot of time in in university, uh, maybe too much time. But when my wife got pregnant from our first one, I was like, fuck this. I got to wrap this up uh, and find a real job. Because uh, for those that are in academia, that there's no money there. It's all fun, but uh, uh, you kind of have to provide. So... Yeah, I guess as soon as I knew that uh, we had a little one on the way, uh, shit got serious. But I guess it never hit PBR. That's why he's such a chill dad. <laughs> well, see, I think, you know, kind of like you were saying, uh, my life was wild uh, before his mom got pregnant, you know. So uh, once that reality set in that you got another life coming in, I kind of had to slow the partying down. You know, I was big into the, the rave and festival scene back then. Uh, and that's not really the life you know, you want to, you want to have with your kids, you know what I mean? Uh, I take my kids to live music shows a lot. <laughs> they enjoy it. You know, we listen to the same music. Yeah. But you've got a 22 year old. I can't take a four year old with me to a festival, bro. Yeah, no, I'm talking about my younger ones, you know, like, uh, my, whatever they are, the next bottom two, <laughs> but, you know, how, like, how tall, how tall, <laughs> you know, like the, the three feet one or the four feet one. Well, my wife's pretty tall, so all of my daughters are tall, actually. So even when I give the height out, you know, showing that, it's always, like, low because they're tall for their ages. Go ahead, Mio. Um, my question is, how old was everybody when you had your first? Uh, 25, 24, something like that. I know you're just doing this so you can figure out how old I am, but I <laughs> I was 19. Uh, I just want to see how close everybody is together, honestly. 
The answer is 43, by the way, PBR. Carry the two. What does it come to? I, I forget half the time. I enjoyed, <laughs> I enjoyed the year of 42 because, you know, the answer to the ultimate question, I must use that joke. I don't even know how many times. Uh, my wife really loved it. Uh, I'm sure she misses it. Yeah, uh, I was 31. But it uh, seems PBR doesn't even know his own age at this point. So it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it makes up for him not knowing his kid's age a lot there, to be honest. I'm, I'm, well, I'm six foot one, by the way. Six foot one, you, if you can use that as a, uh, a gauge. For your age, bro? You're not a tree. What? How does that work? I mean, I'm six you know, three and I'm younger have, than you. I have a nephew that's like six foot three. Man, come on. Wait, are you guys knocking my height right now? Like, <laughs> I don't think six foot one's that bad. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's okay taller. that you're short, man. It's all right. I don't mind. Do I need to convert it into I don't know whatever you guys use centimeters or whatever millimeters? I mean, I'm American. I use feet. That's that's fine. It, it, it's really funny though. We use centimeters in Australia, but you never refer to anyone's height other than feet and inches. But we don't get taught that in school either. Yeah, that's funny. It's same in Canada as well. For some reason, like we use kilometers per hour for speed, but for height, for some reason, it's feet and inches. Um, I don't know where we got that from. It's probably from the U.S. Yeah, I mean that's Montreal Make- citizens bringing back the best of the best. Make sure you teach your kids metric and imperial. Don't let them be left behind. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, everybody that's a dad is a little bit older in this space. We've seen uh, Pedro. Uh, obviously, his son picked Solana. No other chain would I expect to have a 13-year-old. Um and I'm, that's probably the majority of that crowd too. But <laughs> anyways, it's it's good. I think like with uh, with more time, you get a little bit more maturity and more experience. Uh, we still get rugged, but hopefully less often. Then again, it, we're all wrecked here. Your experience is off of your PR. I think it's pretty cool. Pedro is buddies of my buddy that I've known for like ever. Uh, and that's how he wound up in Rec Gang from whatever, a private group on Telegram. It's pretty, pretty interesting. Is that your Steve Aoki private group? No, 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 no. That's a different one. <laughs> Not much chatter goes in there anymore. He must be broke. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, oh snap! Bazookis are minting. Probably Steve minted that. Gotta watch that. That'd be interesting. Um, but yeah, so I guess getting them introduced to Web three is is cool. Um, if that adds up, if you know the opportunity presents itself, why would you guys get into Web three? That's an easier question, or maybe yeah, it's never- not. I never got to answer that uh, about introducing your kids to Web3. Like, you know, they come over and ask me what I'm doing and I just goof on it and whatever. But there are times where I'm like, you know, changing the world. And they're like, what do you mean? And then I'll, you know, educate them on how our governments print money, how, you know, all the sort of things that we all dislike in the world uh, happen. You know, so it's a it's a, a way into educating them into real world um, events of the, you know what I mean? Rather than just 
what they learn in school and all that, like that's part of our job as well is to show them what we find displeasure in, in, in the happenings of humanity and, uh, you know, our goals on changing things. You know, I have uh, <clears throat> some of my, my younger siblings are just coming into their 20s, right? So they're that, that next generation after the millennials. Uh, I have learned we are not the ones going to change the world, right? We we may be telling them what's wrong with the world, but uh, those are crazy motherfuckers over there. And uh, I think they're they're actually doing a good job. They've got their heads on straight. I think we all kind of fucked up in this millennial generation, you know, between like 26 to, to 40 something. I don't know what happened to us, but... Uh, there's hope for the future and I think our kids are going to do well. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. You know, and parts of that I'm not so sure about because if you look at kids today, like I have two brothers, uh, you know, that I grew up with and sure we fought and we were a pain in the ass and whatever, but my kids, my younger two that are, you know, close in age, like they fight all the freaking time. And I'm like, you know, you guys hate fun. You ruin fun. You know, when they are being a pain in the ass. And then, like, even our dogs, they're constantly jumping off on the couches and whatever, you know, and I'm like, get the fuck off. But I leave the room, come back in, and there they are on it. When I was a kid, our dogs, you know, you tell them to lay down, they lay on the floor and they don't move, you know, or anything. Uh, when your dad corrected you, you were corrected pretty quick. Well, you got hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, so our kids are nut jobs. What are their kids going to be like? It'll probably be a repeat cycle, man. You know, <laughs> it's got to just go back and forth to learn from from our mistakes and teach their kids, and it'll just go back and forth. Yeah, so tough loves on the on the rebound eventually. It'll, it'll get to the point where respect isn't taught anymore. It's going to have to be like taught, taught. To be honest with you, a skill I have learned as a dad you know, and I don't even have two kids fighting. I just got the one who's, uh, he's just like me when I was that age. So I can't complain, but he is crazy. Uh, I have really developed the skill of just tuning it all out, you know, and just not caring. I'll be walking through the grocery store and he'll be going crazy sometimes. And, you know, I tell him to calm down, but, uh, I just, it doesn't even phase me at this point in my life. You know, uh, it just, it is what it is. Yeah. We, we know those type of kids. We, we know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I've learned that as your children grow outside of the age of two to four years old, uh, physical contact is not a good consequence. Psychological consequences are much more powerful than anything physical you can do to like reprimand your child. The simple fact of, hey, you're not going to touch your switch or you're not going to touch your iPad or just anything you can invent creatively that they really want and remove it that's the best that i have found 100 percent agree with that and uh you know at four <laughs> what really works is i just i bribe my kid with a chocolate bar from at the store and he's being crazy and usually he comes right down you know hey man mcdonald's is a godsend me and my wife took our kids for ice cream the other day and they're being such pain in the asses on the way there and whatever and my wife's like let's just us get ice cream and like not get them shit you know and that's how my parents definitely would have done that, but I was like, no way. I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not doing that. Nope. <laughs> I just want to add in there. Thought about trying that. I've just never done it before. I'm too scared, honestly. I just want to add in there, especially since this is a recorded space. Uh, my kid is actually a very, very kind and sweet kid, right? He's just a little, uh, 
he's a little chaotic. He's got a lot of energy, but he loves to play outside and all that. So don't don't think, you know, I'm just uh, sitting over here force feeding my kid chocolate and not disciplining him. He gets he gets plenty of discipline, but he is a good kid. The fruit never falls far from the tree, man. Hey, Jesse's already working on the uh, the graphic for it, so you'll see it, Nikki. Don't worry. <laughs> you know what's great about space is we can hide behind our rec gang or whatever JPEGs and just shit talk. If it was unrecorded, be like the cherry on top. Be nice. Um, don't worry, Nikki. I don't think anybody's going to find you from, you know, your real life on this Twitter space. People don't even know I don't spaces yet. Oh, uh, bro, I've doxxed in, in this space multiple times. That doesn't even really bother me. Uh, I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't want to give off the impression that I just bribed my kid with chocolate because it's a very rare circumstance, and he is a really good kid. I just want to make sure that was explained. Yeah, that's good. You know, my wife is a nutritionist, right? So um, she's very strict about rewarding children with food. And, and and punishing children by withholding food. So in our household, like it, it, you know, it usually just doesn't work either way. So I'm not allowed to use that as a trick, um, which is unfortunate. But I guess it is what it is. And we got other things. <laughs> you can always use like a toy or something, you know, that's yeah, probably yeah, the more common toy, one. Book, game, there, there's other tricks to this. That's how the hot dog trait was born because Zerker could not eat hot dogs except on a, I was going to say like on July 4th, but you're not American, but hey. So no, he, well, he was I mean, we eat, could not eat. Yeah, no, we eat like hot dogs and, and ice cream and all that. It's just uh, not special. That's kind of the thing. It's kind of like it's supposed to be just uh, regular food, like a salad or a hot dog or, you know, ice cream is all the same. It's not special and it's not like worse than any other food. So it makes it that we eat a lot of variety of foods, but we're not allowed to use that as uh, some sort of incentive. I punish my kids by giving them vegetables. Especially broccoli. <laughs> See, I feel a little bit better. I was feeling judged there for a second with with Zerk over here and his nutritionist wife. Nah, uh, to be honest with you, his my son's mom is is kind of the same way with the nutrition. She's very very strict about all that kind of stuff. Uh, maybe that's part of the reason we didn't work out. I don't know, you know. But so I have another question: Have you guys like incorporated timeouts for any of your younger children? I even incorporated the timeouts for my wife, man. Yeah, that doesn't work. That's usually me. Yeah, I actually give myself a timeout. I'm in, I'm in one right now out in the garage. Ah, uh, yes. Let's spark one up. I'm with PBR on that one. No, I give my kid uh, timeouts, but, uh, you know, he, he seems to be able to find some way to occupy his time enjoyably, whether he's just sitting alone in a corner or not. So it doesn't really do a whole lot for me. Yeah, like I send my kids to their room and then they have to make sure they got their phone with them. This is after I tell them, like, get out of my face, go to your room. They got to grab their iPhone and then go up and then decide whether they want to watch their TV or play on the iPad or their phones and if they want to call somebody. So that's pretty much what I do. (laughs) Okay. We've been trying to start it with a three year old, and let me tell you. 
it is uh, impossible. I think at the end of the day, the most important part is whether or not your kids respect you or not. You know, uh, when I tell my son to do something, he does listen. Uh, I may get some pushback. He is for, but 99% of the time, you know, he listens. I think growing up to be a good person is more in the person themselves, right? It's, it's in the experiences you live on your own as a person. Uh, at least that's how it was for me. Uh, my parents were very strict. It did not, it did not fucking help, uh, excuse the language, but, um, you know, I still partied in my twenties and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I, I developed into the person I am today just through my own life experiences, not from what they necessarily instilled in me, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, we don't use timeouts in the family. I, I, I really don't even understand how it would work for a two and four year old. Um, yeah, they would just break shit, uh, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> kind of got to learn on their own at some point, too. I think that's important. Uh, you can guide them, but uh, yeah, they're their own personality as well. You know, since you said they, they break shit, uh, I mentioned my kid is is very chaotic. I just use, uh, you know, he likes to break toys sometimes, and I just pick them up and throw them in the trash. Like, if that's what you're going to do with your toys, then they're broken. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I may be able to fix it, but at the end of the day, learning the lesson of, hey, you broke it, now it's gone, is, I think, a better lesson for him. I, I thought you agree. said you threw your kid in the trash, but I, from my understanding, it's the toy that goes in the trash, right? Definitely the toy. I would never throw my kid in the trash. Not yet. Yeah, I'll tell you, the best uh, time, like, your kid's growing up is when they're transitioning, like, away from, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it sucks being at the, uh, for your kid's sake, but once they, once they're transitioning away from toys, like, every night they would go out to bed when I could tell it was, like, dying down, you know? They go up to bed and I walk around. Every time I would step on something, I would just pick it up, throw it away, pick it up, throw it away. You know, and by the time they hit that age where they're like done with toys, all their shit's starting away already. Like it's easy. Well, I still save my toys because I do want another kid one day. So I don't, I try not to throw them away. You know, it's more of a lesson learning experience. Trust me, man, those toys will get replaced with whatever fad is happening on TV. Yeah, but once you finally get rid of all those baby toys, man, that is the best. You don't have that stupid bounce thing sitting in the corner or the rug that's got to be put out with their stupid ass toys on top of it. And then everything's got to go back in this bin when you're done with like bullshit, you know, throw I, that's the best feeling. You'll see. You'll see. No, 100 percent. I mean, every every so often as I notice my kid hits milestones in, in mental development, you know, I kind of change up what toys he has and I get rid of the old ones, you know, the, the younger toys and stuff like that. So he just kind of, he develops. Nice. Hey, I wanted th this to be a two parter as well. Kind of chatting about our experiences with kids, but also maybe uh, sharing some alpha of web three. I don't know. What do you think? It's the first time we're doing this space PBR. I think it's a good idea. What you guys looking out for? What kind of alpha? Like Web3 alpha? Yeah, you know, I was uh, looking at NFTs, DeFi, sharing some cool things you're maybe interested in learning more about. Something useful that you can take back home. So 
we got the discipline part down and now maybe <laughs> we can get the web free part down. <laughs> yeah. I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, cause again, we're all building for our futures and our kids' futures. So it makes sense to, uh, figure out what we're thinking is the future like robots doing all of our jobs and we don't have to do anything yeah that'll be interesting um go ahead so i don't remember who it was maybe it was pbr but my alpha for you you know despite the fact that we're in the rect gang is learning to not hold on to the nfts too long you got to sell them uh eventually at some point right so that's what i <laughs> what do you mean no meow you got to, man. That's, never, that's the only way to make the money. Never. Actually, I've sold like a couple, but it was just a sweet floor. So that was it. So I sold one to gain like seven more. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the bull run to come back before I start flipping NFTs again. I don't, you know, I don't I'm have diamond, that. I'm, I'm diamond hands as you could get. So maybe, like I, I started in crypto back in, in 2017, 2016, something like that. Uh, and I played in markets and shares and all that kind of stuff. I didn't get involved into uh, NFTs until last August. So already in the middle of the bull, our bear bear run. Um, I don't know what a bull run is like. Uh, I only know how to make money in this bear run, you know, so I just flip as I go. And uh, whatever I'm holding when we get to the bull run is what will make me more money, hopefully. Hopefully. I've dabbled in the No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, please, please. Oh, I was just going to say, I dabbled in some of the SUI network, and I probably put in maybe 200 Canadian, and I went I went whale on, it's called SIPs, and recently they've been getting a lot, like a lot of movement, so the floor went from like, I don't know, it was a free mint, and the floor went from about a 2.6 SUI, and now it's sitting on around 11 per nft so that was a pretty good jump and like i said i'm diamond hands i made tons just left it there see i've diamond handed through major run-ups too many times uh and i always what i tell myself is uh you can sell it now take the profit and you get more nfts with that profit and as you continue to do that if you really want to go back and get those nfts just go back and buy some more you know when you have more money. My my goal right now is to accumulate, right? So I'm not really pulling the money out so much as uh, trying to catch the good flips, either buying back in the dip or buying into new projects that I think are going to go well and, and kind of working from there. Yeah, I think selling some is never a bad idea, especially when um, when the prices tank, when the pri- when USD prices tank, you get so much more than than um than people realize, you know, like a like 300 matic is it used to be a dollar 20 or dollar 10 and then now 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 it's like um so so i, I think i think that's that's a, that's an interesting way and and also to um de-risk not not from um, um uh, to not be so diversified that's that's what i i think is a at the end of the at the end of the bear of the nfts i think i think it's good it's good to have the in the bull run to have the only the the solid solid project because even even though it will be a um, a bull market it will not be a bull market again for the nft project that did not that did not ship yet because others will come that will you know that will make make you money so you will need you will need um liquidity for them i mean i think the most important thing during this bear is to accumulate whatever token it is and chains that you believe in 
uh, yeah, it's nice to hold JPEGs uh, in hopes that they go up. But, you know, you can degen right now, too, while it's a bear, because who cares what chain it's on. I mean, I, I say that, but I refuse to do anything on Solana. <laughs> but, you know, it's always been important to me to have my NFT, if I have NFTs, to be on the chain that I believe in. So, you know, you can use those to better your position as you go. Like, I don't go far degen into nonsense chains. I just get moved there. Worst chain I ever went in on was BNB. Those were the days of meme coin season that, you know, there was uh, dreams and being made and then crushed the very next hour. Um, it's very exciting. I, uh, I kind of agree with uh, what's been said. I, I do think taking profits is pretty important at a certain point. Um, and we have two examples of like a project, the same project. And, you know, uh, I guess since it's topical ring runners, right? Like I think um, pre-reveal was 315 Matic uh, and now it's 170 or 160. So if you took profits pre-reveal, would have been better than holding it until now. But then again, if you look at alpha, a lot of us took profits at 200 Matic from a 19 Matic mint, right? It's a 10X. You take a profit at 200 Matic and it ran up all the way to 2000. So I guess point is take a little bit off, but but don't sell the full bag because you never know if a moonshot can happen. You're going to ride that pre-reveal thread for as long as you can, aren't you, Zerg? Of course. I mean, I wrote it. And I need the engagement. Also, like I've been saying it for a really long time to sell pre-reveal, like everybody can quote me on this, uh, just because I think it's best to take profits pre-reveal. I mean, on ETH, it used to be always like that. So I will definitely de be shilling that red. Yeah, you've definitely been telling us that for the past, whatever it's been, two years or something, maybe somewhere in there. You know, and you've been right. <laughs> you know, they most of the time, right? It's it's yeah, correct. I mean, like the one time it's not correct, and now people change their whole strategy because there was like this one outlier that did really well post reveal. It's 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 not the norm. My 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 problem is the the existential fear that everything I sell pre-reveal is going to, of course, be the one ones, and whatever I keep for reveal will end up being the commons. And uh, I saw, you know, I saw multiple one ones get sold uh, for Gen K in the pre-reveal. And uh, I don't want to be that guy. I mean, you're probably right. It's probably better to sell in pre-reveal for the, the best profits. But uh, yeah. Hey, while we're on uh, the topic of ETH, you had mentioned there, has anybody else seen that beans just dipped like 0.4 ETH down to, to 0.8 in like a matter of seconds? Yeah, so I don't know if you're following uh, the drama, but um, you know, Azuki were having their super ultra hyped mint today. And how it works is in the first round, Azukis are allowed to mint um, one of these new NFTs, the elementals, they call them. And in the second round, the beans are allowed to mint one of these elemental nfts but unfortunately none of the beans actually got any nfts so 
uh, people were hoping that holding a beans would get you at least some sort of whitelist for this new mint, and it did not. So now they're all super pissed about it. Uh, and that's like a, there was even a public lottery plan, and definitely didn't even make it the public at all. Go ahead, PBR. That's like a double lottery ticket. <laughs> like I look at mints as a lottery ticket. Like okay, I'm going to put this in this machine and hope that whatever I scratch off or whatever, whatever the numbers come out, I'm going to win money. But I'm basically accepting that I lost that. Now these guys are taking a lottery ticket on that lottery ticket. Will the lottery ticket print out? I don't know. <laughs> especially, with the, especially with the site collections like this, it's um, it's kind of like they they're the like the little pudgies to the pudgies is is always uh, they have expectation that it will. It will uh, rise up to the to the point of the first one, and it rarely does. So, except for the trippy wolves and and the red wolves, of course. Yeah, but trippies, we kind of already said they would have the same rights. We kind of established that compared to the little pudgies, where you know it's not the same kind so, of quality. So, if we get the same rights, when when do I get my little uh, my good morning can for my trippy? Then, man. Uh, ask Jesse. <laughs> they get no yeah. love. The, the trippies and the bulls, they get no love. They have zero love. They, even in the gifs, you see the gifs, they only have the red wolves, the OGs, and the memesters like Jesse and, and all those guys. Aaron, they did not want to show love to the trippies. Dude, the OGs just look so much better. I mean, you can't tell me my profile pic doesn't just look great. Like, it, it, it they just look better. <laughs> Some would disagree with you. Some prefer the trippier art. I'm a big fan of the wrecked bulls, but nobody likes them because they're on Juno. So can't wait for them to move because y'all are haters. And uh, you'll see the new collection, actually, the the art of it is is pretty different. So hopefully you have a flavor for anything you want that's wrecked. To be fair, I do actually think the bulls will do better once you get them off of Juno. Uh, um, it, it's really just getting over to the bulls right now. That is the hard part, right? Otherwise, I'd already have one. Uh, they're not that expensive as it stands, you know? So um, while we're talking about Web3, I did want to ask what everybody's opinion on multiple mints. And uh, hopefully this doesn't come back to bite me in the ass, but I'm going to use Manifest as the example here. Uh, I kind of feel like after four minutes in a row, it's been like, what, four months? It feels a little exhausting. Is that not, you know, the case for everybody? Is everybody just always super hyped? I cannot do this shit, like, so constantly. Real quick, before we get to your question, I was just sitting here thinking, they should, you know how there's bots everywhere and you can bot everything? There should be bots that we can pay to use our bulls as profile picks. I'd pay somebody, because I, I would like to see them. I would like to see them, but I'm not changing mine. So where the heck am I going to see them? So if we could pay bots to use them, then we could see them. That's that's not such a bad idea. Maybe an NFT project does something like a, a free mint and, and gives power to, to to your other collection. That's a that's pretty good idea. You're holding something there. You just um, got to match all three into the same profile picture. That's all. Yeah, some people did that. You know, one next to each other. It's pretty funny. For the collections, I guess I, I don't mind if they do multiple mints. Like, I really don't. Uh, if people enjoy minting, it's it's all Gucci. I think the only thing 
that people have to be mindful of is uh, the expectations of number going up all the time, even on the new collections, right? Like it, it just it's just not possible uh, for liquidity to always be flowing in. You kind of have to have some sort of consolidation. So, you know, like the mints, I don't mind. It's just kind of the expectations of some of the holders that, you know, the ring runners are going to go to a thousand. Everything's going to go to like 5,000 within three days. I think that's just unreasonable. But if they consolidate, they continue building, I'm sure eventually um, it should do it should do well, right, in some way. Um, or so I, don't, I hope. I don't mind, you know, the multiple mints if it's going to something like if they're building something, not just the same old crap, you know, a staking platform or some nonsense. Like, I don't know, give us something cool to do. I don't know what it is, but, you know, but, as long as that money's going to build something that can bring us money back in, I'm down with that. Like, if they, you know, they're just raising money. Well, so that's, me. I guess, kind of my concern is, like, how do you focus on four different projects within four months? You haven't even given enough time to to really develop all of the utilities of the first collection, you know, I mean, that's, it's a timely process. You're, you're not going to have everything just knocked out and ready to go on a release. So the more you kind of add on to that, I feel like is the more workload you're adding to yourself and it's, you start losing quality as you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's Excuse what I'm me, Guff. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Guff, you have your hand up just a minute. Uh, the Nikki, the, the mints, they, they're either airdrops or, or, or uh, cheap mints, you know, the, the ring, Apart from ring runners, it was a little bit higher, but but the bomba it was cheap, and 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 the other ones it's cheap. And and to what you're saying that how do you how do you um, take care of four projects? It's like you. How do you take care of your three kids and and your your life? You know, you you manage you manage, and then you you get some people help. You know, your your wife helps you and stuff like this. Is the same thing. And and for what's what the only risk the only risk I, I see is if you start buying in at when the prices already go up. That's that's the risk. But if if you if you're getting in at the at the, the the people who even now now the ring runners with the dip the people who got the seventy medic one they're they're still doing fine, you know. I mean, I only have the one kid, so I guess I don't I don't know uh, <laughs> that that comparison. But um, uh, go ahead. It was Guth Guth. Yeah, sorry. I, I just I missed who was speaking, and I I did read half of that thread the other day and I, I i didn't comment on it i let it go i i ne- i faded um alpha big time i i i opened a ticket i didn't like the vibes and i decided nah not the project for me i watched the floor price go up i looked at their next collection on i think it was on solana i don't use solana i haven't even looked at it so i was like nah not interested. Don't like them. Ring runners come around. I'm a man of principle. Didn't like it to begin with. Not going to start buying in on a third collection, especially at that price. If it makes you feel better, I was told uh, that I could get a an OG or whitelist spot for for Alpha, and I was still way too tied up in avatars at the time, and I completely faded it myself. So you're not the only one to fade generational wealth. It's all right. Thank you. That makes me feel so much better. But I, I'm still I'm sticking with the principle. Any anything with their name on it, I will probably avoid. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can mint by principle as well. I guess to 
a lot of people sold extremely early. So, you know, not everybody got this generational wealth. I think only a few diamond handed until like 4K and probably did not take profit either way. Like I, I hold one and I'm not intending to sell it. It's just kind of, I want to have access to the channel. Um, so that being said, I, I like what you said there, uh, Guff. Uh, but um, my point is this space has opportunities. And, and sometimes, you know, we kind of, I don't know, we kind of got to make abstraction of that because um, if you if you're too like <laughs> I, and, and I have like a really good example for this and I'm really not proud of this and kind of uh, am bummed that the space is, is recorded. But I did mint the Trump, Trump NFTs. Trump yeah, I did mint those and I did sell them for a profit. And although that is against my principle, uh, I'm, you know, I'm in this space and, and there is kind of that vision to, 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 to flip JPEGs. If it, the opportunity is there, so I'm not trying to be too restrictive, and I'm trying to keep an open mind. So, like minting on Soul, I know PBR; it's not his favorite thing to do, but if he always fades Solana, he's missing out on a lot of cool stuff that's being built there. So, kind of try to keep an open mind and and not completely abstract yourself from anything that has to do with Manifest Labs if you don't like it. I got to agree with you, Zerk. And uh, don't feel bad, man. If you're making money, you're making money. Who cares what the JPEG is if you're just flipping it? You know what I mean? And I totally respect that, Zerker, too, even though I I disagree with the Trump. But hey, it's um the, the thing of trading is also to, to take away the emotions. And you, you've reached the level that I could not reach. But congratulations on that. And it's a, it's a good lesson. It's a good lesson, all this. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Don't trade too much with your emotions. Like, you're trading. This, this, is, this is definitely something, unless, you know, you're investing for the long term and this is something that you're going to be holding forever and you're not trying to trade, then I can understand. But uh, you kind of kind of have to come in peace with that fact as well, because most of the people here are, are here for trading. And uh, you got to do it, yeah, with no emotion, like you're saying, Amir. So I do want to backpack off of your uh, your statement about how not a lot of people actually faded the generational wealth because they would have sold. Um, there's a story I like to tell people. Uh, when I was 17, right back in, I don't know, it was 11 or 12 or something like that, 11. Uh, I had a buddy come to me and he wanted me to invest $100 into Bitcoin with him, right? It was a dollar a Bitcoin, and I straight up told him I wanted nothing to do with fake internet money, right? So uh, when it comes to that, you know, <laughs> alpha is nothing in comparison to having bought 100 Bitcoin back in 2011. Uh, but I also know myself, and that shit would have hit $2, and I would have fucking sold it for a $100 profit, and I'd have been like, whoo, fucking who, you know? Uh, there's no way I would have held this shit all the way up to 60, you know, 60 grand. There's just no way. Go ahead, Duff. I think you... Had some comments. Oh, no, yeah. I, I, I think that you all raise very valid points that the emotional side of it isn't, um, isn't the best way to be trading. Uh, I'm still, I'm still glad that I didn't buy, um, buy a ring runners though. Yeah. Uh, buying it off secondary, probably not the best idea, but if you minted it, you would still be in profit. So, you know, kind of 
that that strategy would have worked out. Just for just for, and again, I'm just going to harp on the fact that I'm not experienced in Web three, so there's no way I would have got uh, in that four minute window anyway. You know what? You're right there uh, because PBR is experienced, and and for some reason, I think he couldn't mint. I don't know what happened. Um, probably some bug, and it was a little tricky. You had to up the gas. To, to actually mint it. Um, you know what? I want to give you a rec bull and you join the rec gang. I'll, I'll give it to you for free. And you join the rec gang. We got plenty of educational content. We share alpha all the time. Um, and we try to help each other out. So I'll give it to you for free. It's not worth that much. It's probably like 40 bucks and you're probably not going to figure out how to sell it either. Um, <laughs> Because it's on Juno Network, but it'll give you an access to the Discord, and uh, you'll be part of the fam. So, hey, while you're while you're offering up bulls, I could totally use one of those too. If you just want to slide one, you know, this way, sir. Just let me know. Yeah, I'm over here too, fam. Mate, I'm I'm just gonna treat I'm just gonna treat that bull as my alpha. I. I'm going to hold on to that so I've always got access no matter what. Good stuff. Gus, congratulations. Zerk, good move. I think he's a welcome addition. I love gifting shit. Yeah, PBR. This is the PBR way. He always gives shit on spaces. And then eventually you might actually make some money like Pedro's 13-year-old. And hopefully the first thing you want to spend it on is a – some wrecked wolf or trippy wolf. I don't know. <laughs> so that hey, could be funny. Hey, um, hey Guff and Nikki and uh, everyone. I um, I did it on Sunday. I onboarded um, to a bull on Juno for um, for my little brother, and and it was kind of a headache to to do it. Uh, we had to like um, get on call and show him all this. How the Kepler the Kepler here had already set up, but then to get to get the USDC and all that and get on loop. So if anyone needs that, you can ping me and we go through that. We get on call and, and we do the step-by-step. Step so, so there's no, so you get your, you get your NFTs and stuff like that. So to be honest with you, when I looked at, when I look at wrecked gang and uh, I don't mean any offense with this, but my purchases towards it are as like just one NFT, just to hold. Um, there's not a ton of volume or movement in them, right? I just want to be part of the family. So, uh, getting the money extra for the bull and the wolf is coming. It just takes some time to have the extra that's not part of my trading account, you know, so that I can buy them. Uh, all you guys that are buying like five to 10 of these, I don't, you, I think you guys are crazy, but you know, more power to you. Uh, I appreciate you raising the floor on my NFT, but, um, I personally just see it more as a community factor. And I think the more people that own one, uh, the better, you know, just build the family up. Yes, you are uh, correct in, up to a certain point, but um, you are also wrong about something. There are different traits that if you would put it, like, uh, for example, uh, Craig, I think he snatched something that I should have gotten, like, uh, but I was at the gym and, and I could not make it in time. There are some traits that if you put them up there, they, they will not stay there and there's no, it, it, it's pretty liquid, you know. But yeah, it's... Um, but are you guys just trading to yourselves? Because... Who's who's We're getting selling them? to you, Nikki? We're selling to you. <laughs> you only sold one, one to me, right? I've seen 
I've seen everybody in the Discord has bought like four more since then. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, no. But this is a great point. I want to I want to talk about this. Um, this is our vision at Rec Gang. We want every holder of just one NFT to feel special, right? Like we don't have any, we, we just have one like mini whale role, but we don't have any special roles for people that hold five or 10 or 50. It's all the same. We want everybody to just hold one, like you're saying, and to be part of like this big family because the more people we have in our Discord, the better it is for everyone because that makes more, you know, friends to chat with, more people that will be sharing alpha and that will be sharing their wisdom or creating some sort of educational content rating Twitter posts, you know, everything, joining spaces. So we want the community to grow as much as possible. And that's why we make it that one is extremely valuable and having maybe 10 is cool too. But uh, really the vision here is eventually that this one becomes so valuable. Everybody wants to join the community and then you can kind of offload one of your tens that you hold to somebody else. So that's kind of like how it works here. And the rewards are usually proportional to your holdings. So the upcoming free mint that we have, you know, you hold one trippy, you get one free mint. Same back in the days when you held like wrecked wolves, if you held 10, you had 10 trippy wolves. So anyways, go ahead, so sorry. Don't, don't let me eat like shit. Go ahead, PBR. Hey, one thing, I want, one thing I want to point out to you, Nikki, is <clears throat> a lot of the people you see buying in there still, we were buying when they were $1,000 plus as well. So it's not like, you know, we're foolish, or maybe we're just doubly foolish. Who the hell knows? You know, whatever that, that syndrome is, you know, when you're a captive, we may all have that. But, you know, most of us were buying them when they were, you know, $1,000 plus, and then it is what it is. I mean, we all have belief in the system. So don't like I, that's what I was about to say is don't don't take me talking shit as putting it down. Um, I, I think the community value itself is going to raise the the value of the NFTs. It's just a much longer hold, right? So as a trader, I'm looking more for flips. Um, I've got to increase my small bag into a bigger bag into a bigger bag and so on. Um, holding multiple is going to pay off in the long run because it's such it's still such a small collection even amongst the three. You know that it, as people come in. Uh, they're going to want to. And to be honest with you, I've made more from the community than my NFT will probably ever get me. You know what I mean? So um, the alpha that's in the community itself is worth its weight in gold, right? I didn't buy this NFT with plans to flip it. I bought it because, well, I bought it because you guys are a bunch of fucking idiots and I love it. But uh, the alpha that's in the discord is absolutely superb right um so many yeah. projects i've seen go in early whitelist things like that it is definitely worth the buy don't don't you know don't let me kick that i was just kind of talking shit on the whole thing yeah yeah i mean that that's part of the the selling point of of being part of the dow and and getting all that information but you know i also think a lot of our holders are buying the nfts also for the art you know what nfts were originally created for you know artwork and stuff like that like people really dig you know the old old school rectal all of it all the art 
It's a Stockholm PBR. It's the the syndrome it's you were saying. Syndrome. <laughs> no, but but uh, Nikki, I, I totally understand what you're saying, and uh, I guess you can see it as uh, holding a wreck. Wolf NFT or Rec Gang NFT is kind of like the Bitcoin, right? You know, you're going to make a little bit off Bitcoin in the long term, but uh, it's not that explosive growth of, you know, buying some shitty meme coin that you're going to flip and make a lot of money uh, or even something uh, like Matic or, or Soul, which is a little safer, but uh, has more upside in terms of the amount of times, you know, you can multiply your profits. So it's, it's, yeah, it's more of a, like a slow growing uh, market cap and it's very fine. And that's how we want it. We want that organic growth. We're an older project too. You have to consider that we've been around for like 18 months. So we've had definitely the time to consolidate. And really our focus now is bringing people one by one. Like you join, we're going to get uh, Meow as well as a new member. So we got like three new members here which is for us a massive win. And if we get like, you know, one member per day or whatever it is, communities growing and our holder number, unique holder number is increasing. So, you know, probably doing something right. We could pump the floor and say, you know, anybody that has like five or 10 NFTs gets this reward. So people are going to start sweeping. But then what happens? We're going to lose community members. And that's really not what we're looking to do. Well, not only that, but I personally see uh, the Wrecked Gang NFTs as a progressively moving up, right? Um, I think they're a pretty stable source of, of uh, value. Um, if you start doing those competitions of like sweep 10 and you get this or whatever the hell, you know, uh, then you get people that after they've swept it and got the rewards want to start listing lower. And I think that hurts a project as well, um, as much as it helped it in the beginning. So I, I think what you're doing is great. And like I said, I was just more or less talking shit. Don't take it as, uh, as actually talking bad on, on wrecked gang. I love, uh, I love the art and I do love the family. Um, and like I said, I'm already looking for a bull and a wolf right now. Right. So, uh, those will come soon. Um, if I can get a decent wolf for less than fucking like $600, we'll see. But it's, they're a little pricey for the good ones. Yeah, they're pretty illiquid, eh? Like, there's not that much choice. Go ahead, Meow. Have you guys uh, been in talks with us for any collabs or whitelists or anything? <laughs> You're messing with me now. You're messing with me. Uh, speaking of which, what's that dude's name, PBR, that we shady, right? Uh, Meow, is he part of your team? Maybe. Okay. So PBR offered him a free trippy wolf, a value of... Yeah, I know I have it. Yeah, 100 bucks, and then, you know, what, what happened there, Shady? Anyways. That's where I came from. Yeah, he never showed up. I've never seen him again. I know, right? Like, who refuses free shit? I can't believe it. Well, I mean, it seems that it went to a good place, so I'm okay with him not showing up. Yeah, I think I like Meow better, so it's all good. Yeah, Meow's here in spaces. A dad as well. What's not the like? But have, has there been any reach out or anything like that? 
Yes, yeah, we have a list. I think we got a. I don't know. Uh, we definitely have a white list, I believe. The nine. Yeah, so, uh, I know Fehu. Is that how you pronounce his name? Fehu, something like that. I know he was talking to uh, Admiral and and working with them. And uh, you know, I've got a connection with Napoleon, uh, who offered me some white lists for the for the wrecked gang that I've been handing out. But uh, you'd have to get with Fehu on. Oh yeah, yeah, we we have uh, at least like three or four collabs now with nine in terms of whitelist giveaways. Uh, they who also wrote a Fred, and we had a spaces with y'all. I think uh, last week it was pretty fun with Shady as well. So I think yeah. that's the space that I was first into. Nice, nice. I'm looking forward to to nine's mint. It's to me the art is really cool uh we had a few people that uh, made some memes and uh said how great the art was actually so i'm excited i think it's going to be one of the better mints best the best looking cats we know yeah i agree i think uh i do think nine might do pretty well it all depends on you know uh i guess the, the market at that time there's a lot of things that uh usually play in uh, uh, if a mint is successful or not, but uh, definitely uh, well-positioned to, to, to be very successful. It's a cheap mint, and, and with the, I didn't see, check the supply, but the art that you're getting for this price is, I think it will do very well. And, it's, and 5K. Been... it's a 5.5K, so it's not that big of a mint. You know, it's not even a 10K. Yeah, no, it, it will do well. And they, they've been upping their collapse, I think, lately, so their marketing and stuff. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to as well on Polygon for to Pluto Misfits. I think that'll be a very interesting one. Um, we got uh, the Dog House minting before the end of the month. Space Skellies, our friends from Sergey's, and uh, Rec Gang for free. Uh, but that that's going to be interesting. We got uh, Dalmatians coming on the first as well. Oh wow, a lot of stuff. Oh, I think uh, Fada has a free mint on the fifth. Not too sure of the date, but uh, fourth. Yeah, the fourth. Fourth. Okay. Yeah. Somebody should write a Fred. I see Star Platinum here. He he probably wrote a Fred on this. He he he's very good at that. Uh, to keep up with all the mints that are coming up, and they're very cheap, which is so good. I I I appreciate the Polygon space for having you know a lot of cheaper mints, and people get to have fun, and um, the risk is way smaller than going for one of those elementals from Azuki for two Ethereum. Or even buying a beans for two Ethereum and then not even getting the mint and then they dump to like 0.8. Um, so yeah, it's a really cool spot to be in. Good fam. Um, I guess it's been 90 minutes for our first direct bad space. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. I think we shared a lot about, you know, the dad portion. Um, I guess I'm going to have to think about it. It will be cool. But, uh, yeah, let's do it again next time, next Tuesday, same time. Should be fun. Let's make it a regular thing for, for dads to reconnect. I think uh, there's value here. What do you think? Uh, Y'all give me feedback because uh, this is the first time we do this. Yeah, I, I will try it... to get, like, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I will try to get a, 
parenting counselor to come. If he's French, I will I will translate, but to get like a somebody that actually knows what they're talking about because some of the like giving your kid the candy bar to get out the store is not sure I'm not sure it's such a good idea. <laughs> what did I say, man? What did I say? It's everybody Nikki gives chocolate to his kid all the time to discipline. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Actually he's I try to keep him on a strict diet. Uh but <laughs> man, I say one thing. This is why you don't record these spaces, you know? Uh, who said it was you? Who said it was you, man? I, I didn't say who was. <laughs> Listen, I feel called out. All right, I feel called out. Um, just <laughs> if we could find maybe a better time. Uh, me over here in the East Coast, twelve o'clock is like right in the middle of the workday. So today's kind of lucky for me. But uh, I know some people are probably over. Yeah, I see the thumbs down. I know some people are probably over in the Europe area or even Asia, and uh, so time zones are probably hard, but maybe something we can all kind of like, narrow down time, to I'm in the same time zone as you, Nikki, right? Um, and I picked this time because I felt like lunch could be like a, a quick thing that, you know, you can always take some time off for lunch, right? Like from 12 to 1. Uh, but but I don't know if it's possible for everybody. And you don't have to stay for the whole like hour and a half. You can, you know, just pop in for like 20, 30 minutes if you have like a, a lunch break. But um, it seems like that's not the best time for you. I don't know. I mean, I pop in at work too. Uh, I work mobile and alone, so it's not that bad. Uh, but, you know, the 30 minute span, man, you've, you've seen me come up here. I like to talk, so I will be here the whole fucking space. It doesn't really matter how long it's going for. Uh, I just enjoy being here, you know? Yeah, another idea is rotating times, right? But then it gets a little confusing. Like one time we do it maybe at this time, and then maybe another time we do it a little earlier or later. Uh, but okay, thanks. Anybody else want to share a few comments on what they think yeah, of this place? Sorry, sorry, guys. I, I just wanted to say, look, it's 3.30 a.m. in Melbourne, Australia. And, again, I – no, but, again, this is where you meet the best people is in these spaces where you just come along, you have a chat to real people about real shit. So I think oh, – I just can't thank you enough for, for the wonderful offer of getting me into the into the Discord. And it's um, – my closing comment <clears> – <throat> Is uh, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. So we should have taught you how to buy the bull instead of giving you the bull. That is always an option as well. That's a very good point, Nikki. Very good point. <laughs> I just wanted to say it was fun, and uh, I will take notes of my uh, parenting skills this week. So I can report back and make things easier for you guys. Please do. I'm not sure I want them, but uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be entertaining for sure. <laughs> um, meow. Any any feedback? No, man. I just enjoy being here. Everybody's pretty chill. It's a fun time. Nice, nice. And Amir, any last words? No, it's great, guys. Thank, thanks for the space and, and looking forward for the next one. Don't yeah. forget to touch some grass. Yeah, or 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 no, that would have been really inappropriate. Um, you were going <laughs> to smoke. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, yeah. Thanks, dads. Uh, it was really fun. I enjoyed it a lot too. It was great sharing. 
And uh, yeah, see you on the Discord and Twitter. It'll be fun. See you next week as well. Thanks, fam. Bye. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape and plunder the earth, sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless, trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets, dead ends, dragging out the max amount of payments, red down days. Got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear Flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day Eleven bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy To pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists Jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity Before they hit rock bottom Over impossible loss It's all moss And I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning Forming mycological bonds Flick the cap though the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures Under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy While the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lay stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is play for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your communitility All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasure under the dirt, we rape and plunder the earth. Say and wonder about the worth and play. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Spaces.